0: Hello, Shantiana Keys here, WBCA Manager of Education, and welcome to this week's episode of the WBCA podcast, Growing Our Game, where we discuss a variety of topics about women's basketball. Today, we are joined by two directors of basketball operations to talk about DOBO best practices. In this episode, Lauren Flom from Tulane and Ashley Villarreal from Georgia Tech offer their insights on building relationships, managing and maneuvering COVID, and what it's like to wear many hats for a women's basketball program. We're coaches. We're leaders and teachers, dreamers and winners. We build excellent people, not just excellent players. We improve lives, not just records. The WBCA is the premier
1: professional association for the community of women's and girls basketball coaches. Build
0: your career in coaching, network with colleagues, and get up-to-date information about our sport. We are here for you every step of your coaching journey. Learn more about a WBCA membership and benefits at WBCA.org.
1: Ashley, how you doing? We're like halfway through the season, COVID-19, 2020-21 season. How you feeling? How's it going? Yeah, Lauren, man,
2: it's it's been a whirlwind for sure, but, you know, ops, that's what we do. We're used to that and we're getting after it. It's been a definitely interesting season, but, you know, it's, it's all about the adjustments this year. I, you know, we all know the Cupid Shuffle. I like to call it the COVID Shuffle. Um, so, uh, it's, it's all about that COVID shuffle right now, just, you know, taking it day by day, um, and, and just making sure our team is, is taking all the precautions that we can to keep our, keep our own little bubble safe. And, and we're just really thankful to be playing games right now, honestly, taking it day by day and, and just getting, getting through it as best we can and as safe as we can. Had a good win last night. So super proud of our team and just trying to keep it rolling. How about you guys? You know, with the, you just moved to Tulane, getting started, you know, COVID hits. How how are things down in New Orleans?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm definitely uh, probably one of those crazy people to move in the middle of a pandemic. But, uh, you know, things at Tulane are phenomenal. Um, I got here and it was kind of teed up and they had their process going along. So I sort of just got here and got to work and really fortunate with our medical team and our doctors and athletic trainers, like I said, had it all teed up. So season is, you know, schedule changes. I, I think that's kind of uh, the biggest thing. And like you hit it on the head, the the COVID shuffle. I like it. And I always think <laughs> about our assistants that are doing these scouts and, um, you know, putting all this work in to find out that, you know, you're playing someone else two days prior to playing them. And, you know, all we're doing is switching some hotel rooms or some meals around, maybe a bus or charter flight or something like that. You know, I think the one thing that's been really important during COVID, um, you know, whether it was at my time at Toledo or my current uh, role at Tulane was just being really positive. You know, I always feel like as Dobos or anyone in ops, we got to really be the energy givers. So and you know, where where we're where our mindset is at and what we're doing, we're kind of setting the tone. If lunch is messed up or the bus is late and and you know, those are things that might happen in a normal season that let's not throw in, you know, waiting for COVID test results to get back and and those sorts of things. Um, we just, you know, really have to be the energy givers, staying, you know, on top of what we're in charge of and communicating effectively, I think, is is something that I've really been, you know, trying to, to work on, you know, while at Tulane and in this scheduling disaster, as uh, we've all kind of been through. So uh, everything's going really well, though.
2: Good, good to hear, good to hear. I, um, I hear you on the scheduling, you know, you never, like you said, with, with our coaches and their scouts, you know, we, we change a flight around, you know, add a bus here, add, you need another meal here. But, you know, our coaches, you know, having to really adjust when you might be playing – Louisville on on Thursday and then you may actually end up playing Florida State you know it just you never know with with all the different COVID protocols and different things like that and you know like you said working working well with your assistants and having to really communicate what's going on with your conference and um, with your athletic trainers and your administration and and it's just um, it's just a total group effort this year Um, you know we like you said we we hit the We start it, we set the tone, but, you know, it's a really group effort having to communicate a little bit more with, with your trainers and your administration and, you know, even your players, your players and your coaches are coming at you daily with different questions about COVID and, you know, what's our schedule like this week and, you know, what adjustments could we have? And so, you know, as ops, we have four through five plans in mind, but four through five plans may not actually happen because you know, you've got the, the COVID shuffle happening. And so you just, you never know what, what you're <clears throat> going to get hit with. And so I think that's something that I've really had to um, prepare and, and, and be ready for, and just kind of be able to adjust on the fly. And, and that's kind of been our team's thing. Hey, be ready for whatever, just we're, we're ready to play ball whenever that's what we do. And let's just keep it rolling.
1: So you, you talked a little bit about, you know, just, having planned four and five and and everything like that, what has been some of your best practices during COVID or, or even before that you've, you know, continued on?
2: I think as ops, you know, we, we, we find the problem before the problem actually happens. And so, um, you know, I know for me, you know, like you had mentioned earlier too, we have to now wait to travel before we can get on the road. We got to wait for those COVID tests to get back and make sure everybody's negative before we hit the road. And, And so, you know, having some extra precautions or backup plans like, you know, hey, coach, let's adjust practice a little bit to scoot it back a little bit to kind of line up with our travel time. And, um, you know, fallback plans are, you know, having an an extra bus just in case on hand or, you know, just different things, just being a little bit extra prepared for and, and trying to think ahead of, you know, if this game does get canceled or postponed, you know, we still have a meal in place you know, we can still keep things moving and rolling um, for our team as as best as we can to try to keep the routine as best as we can and um, keep that rolling.
1: For sure. One one thing that I found to be really helpful through COVID is, um, you know, obviously with schedules ever changing and um, practice times and departure times and who you're playing and where you're going is, you know, just the monthly schedules are great, but how many are you going to print out? I feel like one day I printed seven different monthly calendars out and they just kept changing. So, um, one thing I've been doing, and I, I'm sure you, you have your own system, but like weekly calendars or even, you know, calendar Monday through Friday, getting that out to our girls, getting it out to our staff. And, uh, sometimes I just feel like it's easier to look at like something condensed. I know a lot of people probably do that, not in COVID, but, um, that's kind of been my little, I would say, like security blanket, and you know, send it out to facilities, send it out to men's basketball. Now, you know, volleyball's back in um, their season, so a lot of us are working with them as well. What's your best piece of advice? Obviously, we've been dealing with COVID for nine months or so now, but what's something is a director of ops that you've done or you've maybe started in COVID that you'll carry on with you post-COVID?
2: You know, you touched on the the whole calendar thing. So we utilize TeamWorks at at Georgia Tech. I love TeamWorks. I recommend TeamWorks. Um, TeamWorks has been changing, has changed my life. I've been on TeamWorks since I was at Texas Tech and I... Love it. Our kids love it. Our coaches love it. It's just super simple and and easy to kind of keep up with. And so I really utilized TeamWorks a lot more um, with COVID, just being able to communicate, you know, in one one big group blast and utilizing that. But um, one thing that you know we've kind of started doing is, you know, obviously we're working a lot more with our medical staff and trainers and you know, obviously administration and facilities, but just kind of sitting down with our trainer, you know, twice a week and just really working through different details with her and and working together is something that, you know, I, I anticipated doing during COVID, but just the amount of extra precautions and the different tasks that we've been dealt with to help kind of keep us safe. You know, we've only been shut down once knock on wood and we've been kind of flowing a little bit and so that's something that we've kind of taken some pride in and just being able to keep everybody safe and on the floor but you know two biggest things are just the communication with the outside you know outside your program like like you said your medical staff your administration facilities men's basketball you know all all that kind of go play in that role to help you kind of keep your season and going for you because without them you know we wouldn't be getting to play. So just really making sure we're, we're taking care of them just like they're taking care of us. But um, definitely the communication piece with with all those guys and, and using teamworks. I mean, like I said, you you hit it with you used to have those monthly calendars with your whole month's planned out. This is how we're, we're going with it. We're sticking to it. And that's just not how it is this season. And so just like I've been saying, having to kind of take it day by day and, you know, have a plan in place, but it may not the whole week may not go according to plan. And so just being able to adjust on the fly. How about you? What What's your advice?
1: Yeah, well, you know, TeamWorks is, is a phenomenal thing. So uh, thank you, TeamWorks. And, um, you know, I, I think we're kind of in the same boat. It's you just got to take it. I feel like we keep saying take it day by day. But um, with COVID, it's, it's truly that. And I think, you know, one thing, everything just looks so differently whether it's, you know, arriving at a hotel and getting keys to your rooms or, you know, going and maybe depending on the state, everything's a little bit different. Every school, I think, has different mm-hmm. things implemented, whether, you know, you can eat as a team in a ballroom area or, you you know, taking your food to go to your room. So my biggest piece of advice during COVID, and I think this is something that um, will make us more hyper aware moving forward, is just like the communication piece is like but setting the expectation with it you know I'll always go down for example like to the room that we're eating in you know I'm sure as you all know like meals on the road look a lot different this year when everything's individually packaged and that was something that I guess I knew was well aware that it was happening but when we got there, it's like, okay, this is going to look a lot different. Just, you know, telling our coaches and our players, hey guys, when you go down here, like this is how it's going to go. People are going to serve you. There might be a glass barrier in between you and the staff. After you, you know, get your food, they're going to come around with individual things of salad dressing or, you know, cheese or like wh- whatever it is. And, you know, that's just one example. Or with buses, this is something I've run into. Um, unfortunately, a couple of times is just like, I'll have a bus driver that you know wears his mask when he's off the bus and then he or she will get on the bus and maybe they've taken their masks off mask off so you know we're we're definitely socially distanced and and all that so I've kind of just said to them you know after the team gets off the bus hey you know we're we're in a bubble we're we're testing every day and or you know multiple times a week so would you mind keeping your mask on yeah. And just so I think like setting the expectations whether it's with your team and staff, or you know the people that you're working with, I try not to like complain. I try. I, I'm not a super Definitely. confrontational person. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I think there's some things like now you just have to, you can't let things like slide through the cracks. Yeah, or, gotta or put slip. your foot down
2: a little bit more. Yes, and I'm be a little like, bit oh. more ag- assertive and aggressive with it. I'm right there with you. That's it's not always easy to be confrontational and you know kind of hey put your put your mask on you know you're around our team and or you know even being at the hotel or with with your hotel workers that are having to serve food cuz like you said it's it's different in every state and city and different protocols and so you have to really communicate with who you're working with at the hotel with, Hey, this is kind of what we need. You know, if you can limit contact with our team as much as you can, you know, put up those barriers or, you know, your meeting space might even look a little bit different. You know, I I know one trip that we were supposed to go on, we were going to have to be in three different meeting spaces because you couldn't have more than 10 people in each one. And so I was like, all right, well, I mean mentally prepare. You know, I'm gonna have to tell our coaches, we're gonna have to probably watch film three different times. Um, you know everybody's gonna have to eat at different times we won't be technically all together and so you know just communicating and, and adjusting on the fly like like we're saying
1: yeah and I you know we kind of got to give our head coaches and all head coaches credit right now I Definitely. know Coach Stockton, like, I'm like hey just so you know like this and this is happening and um, I think that goes such a long way like not just in COVID but in in any year any season or um, you know, just setting the expectation and now more than ever is probably so important. Definitely. And it's definitely,
2: you know, Coach Fortner and, and Coach talked de- to very similar and very, very thankful for, for Coach Fortner and just her being able to, you know, I tell her something like, look, I know this isn't ideal. She's like, well, it, it's COVID. We got to do what we got to do. And so just really thankful for her and, and for our staff for, you know, kind of jumping through those hoops with us. And so speaking of our head coaches and you know, that kind of relationship and things. Let's let's talk a little bit about how building relationships and how we kind of got to where we are and and being ops.
1: I think our our little COVID story of Ashley and I is is something that's really, really special and uh maybe not necessarily unique, but we got to give a shout out to Lindsay Worms, who um for me personally, uh, if I if I didn't connect with Lindsay a while back through actually the WBCA uh, mentoring group. Uh, I probably wouldn't be at Tulane today. So uh, (laughs) thanks, Linz. But, um, but Lindsay and I talked one night in the beginning of COVID and we kind of just started talking about like, what can we do as Dobos to make ourselves relevant? Obviously late March, early April, there was, you know, a lot of uncertainty just in life in general. So we said, Hey, let's, let's put together a little group of people and you know, just see what we can do. And Lindsay set these rules of like, you can't complain about your job. You can't complain about your coworkers. Like all we're going to, not that any of us would ever do that to begin with, but um, it was like all that stuff's off limits. We're here to make ourselves better and make each other better. So uh, there was a group of us and uh, it was me, Ashley, obviously Lindsay. Uh, We'll give Michael, Jessica and Becca. So there were six of us kind of got together once a week to just talk about different, um, how, like how to be better, how to make our teams better from afar via Zoom, you know, whatever that looked like. So, you know, those relationships have definitely blossomed in the past six months, seven months or so. And just something really cool. I mean, I had fun. I don't, I don't know if you had fun with it or not. Man. I had I fun.
2: Man, I looked forward to those phone calls, especially we were early, early March and April. I, those were something, I, those calls were something I looked forward to because you know, is meeting with others that, you know, weren't on your staff and in your program or even in your conference for that matter. And we were all at different levels. And, you know, those Zooms really got me through it and and brought us all ideas. I think we all brought ideas to the table that helped each of our teams kind of get through that crazy, uncertain time of that early stage of COVID. And we, we definitely had some fun times and we continue checking in on each other, you know daily and weekly um because we're we're all in the same boat here and we all want each of our programs to be successful and, and be in that big dance you know once this kind of gets going with, with March madness coming up but that that group is is one that I will forever be thankful for and um one that I will continue to stay close with and, and continue to build those relationships with.
1: Definitely. And you know I obviously that, that was unique and, and special and we're kind of like a little family, a little dobo family. But uh, yeah. you know, I, I really think relationships are really the key to our jobs. Like I think it's it's that simple. Like we're not a rocket scientists. Um, you know, we we have our good days and our bad days, but I think the bottom line is, you know, relationships are gonna make our world go round, so to speak. So I always sort of look at it like in, you know, using basketball terms, you talk about like being like a three-level scorer. You know, you want you you've got a kid that you really want to has a potential to score, you know, get to the rim can, you know, shoot jump shots and, and then, uh, you know, get a long range shot, great three point shooter. So, you know, I kind of like look at relationships in, in those terms when it comes to this job, you know, your, your team, your staff, people you work with every day, your athletic trainers, your SIDs, like they're kind of, you're like, let me get to the rim, get a layup backdoor cut someone sort of like that. Like those are given, Those are people that you're going to have great relationships with, hopefully. And in order to be, you know, do a good job, like those are going to be your people. Uh, Those That's your family. You know, then you've got like your administration, your facilities, your travel partners, you know, you name it. The people you work with daily. You know, I kind of feel like that's like your mid-range game. Like those people, you're probably helping them out as much as they're helping you out. Kind of like I feel like with those relationships, like the rule of thumb is like always treat those people how you want to be treated. You know, there's going to be times when they mess up, there's going to be times when you mess up. But If you, you know, if you treat them the way you want to be treated, you know, they'll, they'll come and make sure the floor is not slippery or they'll adjust your check-in time at the hotel or, you know, whatever that is. And then I think, you know, your, your three-point shot's kind of like your, your people, uh, like our, our little COVID group. People, that you get to know, like within the industry, whether it's at WBCA conventions, you know, I'll, I'll thank the WBCA again for having, you know, mentor groups. I've had some great relationships through that, made some, you know, great friends and have gotten to really learn from some phenomenal people. And, and I think that's also like the other Dobos and the administrators in your league, um, maybe not during COVID, but, you know, post-COVID. Have a cup of coffee with those people or take them out for a drink the night before they play and you know just build those relationships because they're they're gonna need you as much as you know you need them at different points in time. And you know, by having those relationships, it's really just gonna make your job so much easier.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think you you hit it with, you know, three level score and kind of we're utility players. We gotta be able to kind of do it all. And, you know, I think too, you know, you build the relationships and then you gotta maintain them. You know, you got to check in on your on your people. You write them cards, you know, send them a Starbucks gift card. Pick me up. Hey, have a good week. I know lots going on and and just really, you know, taking care of your people. You know, you talk about your facilities and and those types of people. And and like I said earlier, mentioned earlier, they're the ones that are helping make this thing happen for us with, you know, all the different protocols that they have to put in place for your teams and your Seats being six feet apart. And so just really, you know, kind of giving back to them to writing them a nice card or, you know, giving them some gear, you know, just kind of taking care of the people that that take care of you and your team. And so I think that's something that I was taught um, and mentored, you know, I had a great mentor in Melissa Mains. Um, When I was at Texas Tech and and that's something she taught me very, very early is, you know, take care of the people that take care of of you and your team. And so that's something that I take pride in and something that Coach Fortner does, too, as well. And so that's why it's been really, really fun to work with her and and be here at Georgia Tech. But, you know, those relationships that you make with people, you know, you never know when that you're going to come across them and, and meet them later on, you know, for you and I, for instance, you know, we both worked in the Mac and I worked at central and, and you being at Toledo, you were somebody that was super helpful to me from day one when I, when I got to central and, and here we are three years later, we had our little COVID Dobo group and now we're sitting here doing this podcast with the WBCA. And, and so, you know, just, I think maintaining those relationships, you know, you can build them and, and, and have them. And but definitely maintaining the relationships um, that you make along the way because you meet so many phenomenal people from coaches to you know SIDs ops I mean there's so many people that that work in college athletics and so you know like you mentioned super thankful for the WBCA and and getting getting to build those relationships because that's where I've met a lot of you phenomenal human beings and and gotten to. You know, experience different things and 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 work with and for some some great great people.
1: No doubt. So, Ash, uh, you had one piece of advice to give to uh, any dobo, someone that's been in the business forever, or someone that's new to the game. What's your what's your best piece of advice?
2: You know, I, I've said this for a really long time, but you know, what you put into it is is what you're gonna get out of it, and I am all in, all the time, I think as an ops and and being in this position, you have to, you have to really seek to understand before you're understood. And so I think that's something that I've really tried to work on as, as I've continued on to be, to be an ops, you know, I'm fixing to be hitting year three, but just trying to understand the needs and, and the wants of not only my head coach and staff and players, but just as a program overall, and, and just making sure that, You know, I'm I'm understanding what's needed for the program and kind of know my role and then take that role and continue to build off of it and and kind of go above and beyond no matter what you know you may be asked to do one thing but hey get X Y and Z done too while you're at it and just always be ahead of the game be thinking outside the box especially in a year like this always be ready. For something new and different, and um, just always be planning ahead because you never know what's going to happen. And I like to always be one step ahead at all times. How about you, Lauren? What's your what's your piece of advice to those new Dobo's or somebody that's kind of in their first couple years?
1: You know, one one thing when I started working at Toledo that Coach Cullop really challenged me on, and I think she sets a phenomenal example of this is you know this is women's basketball. Your program it's always you know bigger than you, so So find a way to give back, find a way to get involved. And, you know, she really challenged me to do that, you know, put yourself out there to meet people and to grow professionally. So I think, you know, getting involved with the professional development stuff, whether it's through the WBCA or maybe different things that your university host, um, I think those things are really, really important and will challenge you to push you to be a, you know, a better leader, you know, become a bigger asset to your staff than you already are. Um, And I think the other thing is, I guess I have two pieces of advice, and this is something that I've really appreciated more than I ever would have imagined in the past. You know, four or five months since I've been at Tulane is Coach Stockton and Coach Culpe as well. Really, you know, it's a family environment. When I moved here into New Orleans, you know, it's it's COVID. It's I've known nobody here, and you know, even before I got here, Coach Stockton and Coach Fry and Coach Grayson and coach Dorsey and our whole staff made me know that this is such a family environment. And I, and I think for me, it's to embrace that, you know, if you're, you're new to this, you're moving, or you've, you know, taken a new job, embrace the opportunity to be a part of, you know, another family, so to speak, you're always going to have your family and friends, but these are the people you're going to spend most of your time with, at least from, you know, October till, you know, hopefully late March, early April, and just embrace it, enjoy it, and have fun with it. And and that's something Definitely. that um I gotta, you know, thank Coach Stockton for because I feel like I'm so wanting to be perfect that sometimes it's easy just to not have fun. But uh something I'm embracing is like the fun mentality, fun culture and doing your job and doing it the right way and being organized helps you. Kind of have that balance. Definitely have fun
2: with it because our jobs can be a little stressful sometimes. But when you have good people that surround your staff and your team, it's it's hard not to have fun with it and keep keep things rolling. Um, I know, like like I said, I know Coach Doctor and Coach Fortner are very similar and super thankful for both of them. And we uh, we we work for some good people at some really special places.
1: Yes. You hit the nail on the head with that. We're lucky. You know, keep it rolling. Good luck the rest of the way. You know, I'm always here if you need anything. I know we'll talk. So, but I wish you all the best. You guys stay healthy and uh, get some wins.
2: Back at you, Lauren. Y'all keep getting after it. Enjoy enjoy your first weekend off probably. Again, you mentioned it earlier. I don't know if we ever get a weekend off in, in the middle of season. So enjoy it, man.
1: Right. The the special things COVID
2: has given to us. Enjoy it and stay healthy. Thanks, Ash. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lauren.
0: Did you know the Wade Trophy debuted in 1978 as the first ever Collegiate Women's Basketball National Player of the Year Award? The Wade is awarded annually to the Best NCAA Division I Women's Basketball Player. Recent winners include Oregon's Sabrina Ionescu, South Carolina's Asia Wilson, and Washington's Kelsey Plum. For more info on the Wade Trophy and other WBCA awards, or to nominate, visit WBCA.org. Thank you for listening to the WBCA podcast, Growing Our Game. Share your thoughts on today's discussion by using the hashtag WBCAPodcast. For more information on the WBCA, visit wbca.org and follow us at WBCA 1981. Thank you, and we'll see you here for our next episode of Growing Our Game.